Year One by Eddie Bluxman. Part One. No one is alike. Not even those sheeple who seem to be everywhere. Do I have to be one of them? I don't think so. I refuse to fit in. I refuse to take it lying down. I fear making friends, because then I might conform. I don't like people. Is it because my dad left? That's what mum thinks. But this ain't no sub story. You've heard that crap enough times. Weirdo doesn't fit in. Meets hot guy. Guy finds a good insider so she can believe in herself. God, I hated that movie. All these movies. All those stories. I'm me. And it's not like I haven't had boyfriends. I have. They just leave. But I don't care. I might be alone. Such a terrible word. Psh, I hate that too. I have the brains. I can see what's really going down. How everyone is just doing the same stuff as everyone else. Conforming. Doing what society expects of them. Well, I'm not. I'm happy alone. I'm happier alone. And I'll die a virgin. Damn that stupid alarm, such a sharp noise. So I take a nice quiet shower, washing through what's left of my hair. I took it with a pair of scissors last night. Maybe being an emo is also conforming, but hell, I'm not going bald. So short and a mess. That's how I'll take it. Now I'm just staring at my body in the full-length mirror. I'm short, B-cup breasts, wider hips than I'd like, but all round, petite. I'm not shaved anywhere, either. Boy shorts for me, none of panty nonsense. Black skinny jeans, same color tank top over a hot pink shirt. At least no one will notice me. I run the hairdryer over my hair, making sure none of it falls in neat patterns. I don't need gel today. My sleep hair has done the job. Foundation. Then black eyeliner, black lipstick, black eyeshadow. Damn it, I can't even own myself. I am an emo. Ah, screw it. My new lip piercing is a bit sore, but it can be seen. My nose ring is as much a part of my face as my nose. I grab my skull and crossbones bag and I'm out and down the stairs before Mum can even speak to me. God, I gotta move out. Maybe I do have to go to college. But then again, as I sat in the bus, I do think of my mother. She aspires for me to be popular and preppy. She tries to make nice, but it's obvious from the way I dress that I'm not gonna fit into what she wants either. Can't say I'm not tempted, though. She is a hotshot CEO of some faceless, pointless corporation. I don't know or care what she sells, because I know it's crap. But she is, like, super rich, so if I did what she wanted, then I could be a rich kid. And you know what's easy to find for rich kids? Opportunities. Hell, I could be an artist if I wanted. But that's kind of lame. See you in a year, then. One more year of those bitchy girls in the schoolyard. Should I still be going to school anymore? Because it seems an awful lot like I'm older than everyone here. I'll be avoiding those girls. I made an effort once, but it was always just that. Effort. And I don't need it anymore. That these girls are the ones my mum wants me to make friends with. It's who you know, she keeps saying. Who you know for what? Prom invites? What? Prom movies are so lame. I can just hear her voice now. Are you really going out dressed like that? Yes, ma'am, I am. That's no way for a young lady to dress. Well, maybe I'm not a lady. Maybe I'm just me. That's nonsense, dear. And you know it. Of course you're a lady. You just need to act like it. For what? So I can find a nice preppy boyfriend who summers at the Hamptons and has his own yacht called Mother's Little Pearl, and then we'll get married, and I'll be Mrs. Little Pearl, with a nice feather in my nice purple hat. You're being silly again. I can't talk to you when you're being silly. And then one of us leaves the room. I've had that conversation more than enough times for one lifetime. And frankly, she probably has too. The bus rides down the hill. Thankfully, my senior high school is small. This is both a blessing and a curse. It's a curse because you get frowned too easily. People come to try and, you know, talk to you. God, it's a blessing because it's quiet. 
because there's a little filter on the back. It's next to a train line, of all things. Sometimes I go out there and lie back with my eyes closed and listen to the trains. I imagine the past. I imagine being in the past. Then I imagine those big stupid dresses that women wore. It looked like you could barely walk in those things, let alone sit down. Today, though, I take a look at the row of lockers. Sometimes I feel like I'm in some naff teen movie or one of those terrible books. It all feels familiar, like a dreadful, grey, persistent déjà vu. My best friend Beth approaches. Well, I hope she's still my best friend, because I wouldn't have any friends. Drama class, first period! She jumps up and down in excitement. And I know you're going to be a famous actress one day, like you need to practice. I know, right? And I'll be a singer, too! And she sings, too, people. She'll do you a little personal dance, too, if you tip her real nice. Oh, she's grumpy today. When am I ever not grumpy? You have an excellent point. Today, I'll be a famous doctor. What? I thought you wanted to be an actor. No, I'm a TV doctor on a really long-running TV show where the show has been going on for far too long, and my face is too. But I'm still raking in the cash because people will pay all the money in the world to be feeding the same crap as usual. Sometimes remind me why I love you, Beth. One minute you're all happy, like everybody else, and I see that deep down you're cynical and twisted. I love it. Before long, I'm sitting in class, scraping the name of the girl I hate the most in my desk. Jessica was here. Yes, hopefully somebody will notice, and she'll get in all sorts of trouble. I think this is U.S. history class. I barely even know where I am. I've got this. U.S. history is really short. Can't take that long to get it down. I'll be fine. Suddenly, over the tannoy, disturbing my mid-class daydream, I hear my name over the tannoy. Please report to the principal's office. Now, this is something I don't want to hear. I'm trying to skate through here. I don't need any trash from the higher-ups. I'm just trying to knuckle down and get out of here. I stand up and try to look like everything's fine, even though everyone is looking at me. Just put one step in front of the other. Nothing's wrong. Then I reach the office. Stephanie! Hello! I hate being called Stephanie. My name is Steph. I would like you to meet someone. His name is Evan. Wait, what? Is this it? I'm just here to... Whoa. His eyes. They're such a deep blue. His chin prominent in just the right way. His hair, swept back, naturally flowing, like a gorgeous river of yellow. And his ass, and his ass. Hi, Evan. I'm Stephanie. Let me show you to your locker. I remain fixated in his stare, and see the principal, Wanda Coleman. In the corner of my eye, I notice the brown corners of her lips curling up in a smile. Thank you, Stephanie. Okay. Bye. We walk to the lockers. Ah, 138. That's my locker directly opposite. Okay. Damn, am I boring him? It's always open. I have nothing to hide. Or to steal. Stick a note in sometime. If you need anything, of course. Okay. Damn it, I'm losing him. Give me the jump cables. Stat. You know what, Stephanie? Oh no, here it comes. Kind of pictured you as a dork. Not that I hate dorks, it's just that, well... You're not like that. You're really beautiful. Words on must breathe. Well, I mean like you should be a model or something, or an actress. Hot girls always get the best roles. Not that I think you wouldn't be a great actress and all. I saw you take drama. I don't know what's happening. It's all going kind of blurry. I managed to slur out, I want to be an actress. And a singer. Oh, like Broadway? No, something different. I don't know yet. Wow, that's so unique. Why is he so enthusiastic? He must be joking, taking a mick. 
Why be enthusiastic about me, about my lame, half-thought, unworkable dreams? We should really get to class. Damn, I realize I've been standing here like an idiot. Of course we need to get back to class. As we walk in, Miss Carter raises her thick black eyebrows. Man, she needs new glasses. And where exactly have you two been? She asks, to which the rest of the class starts laughing. Oh, great, more attention. Oh, sorry, miss. He checks the whiteboard, which has her name on it. Miss Carter, we didn't mean you any disrespect. We were just making out by the lockers. Now the class is in hysterics, a veritable thunderstorm of noise. Miss Carter tries to look annoyed, but she can't hold the stern expression for very long, and a smirk creeps in. Why don't you and Miss Taze go and sit at the back of the class, see if you can keep your hands off each other? More eruptions from the class. I don't know whether to be embarrassed or to lap up the attention. This is when I would look at Beth for some kind of clue. But she isn't in my English literature class, so I just stand here and look confused. Put a skulk to the back row. I stare at the board, trying to figure out what book we're talking about, just in case Miss Carter decides to ask a question. Huh, of mice and men. I'm solid. I read that in like an hour. I can switch off again. I can think about making out, grabbing and pulling back his long blonde hair, reaching down to his ass, his tongue. Then my phone beeps. I look, and Evan has found my phone's Bluetooth. I see a message. Wanna hang out after class? My God, what do I do? I just dream about these things. They're not supposed to happen to me. I'm emotionally inept. I read about it. I write about it. I don't actually feel it. But then I look about my little daydream I just had right now and message back. Yeah, sure. It seems I'm feisty today. The bell tolls, and for a moment I lose him in the melee as the class departs. But he's there, waiting for me. We begin to walk towards the lunch hall. So, what's your favorite color? My what? I don't know. I haven't thought about stuff like that since I was a kid. Maybe red? I used to like red. And I saw the color of your eyes. That changed my mind. That? That was a terrible line. Truly, I mean, come on. What's your deal anyway? You hardly know who I am. I could be a psychotic killer, you know. You might want to stay away from me. Are you going to eat me? Because I could be into that. And he's disgusting too. Well, little Miss Sunshine, how about we blow this joint and go find us a real burger? I fear our lunch lady doth provide us with bizarrely coloured slop. I've never done this before. I go to the dining hall. I let Beth go and sit with her other friends. And I slink off to some corner of the school somewhere. Maybe read a book. I've never left school grounds in a school day. Ever. That is incredibly lame. Oh, right then, Evan. I know just the place. So we're sitting in this diner, munching on a generously sized burger. This is the real thing, none of that fast food crap. And he keeps looking at me. Do you think that fate brought us together? Do you think you could think up something less lame when you're trying to flirt with me? Ooh, feisty. I like it. You're weird. But this burger is delicious. I know, right? His cheesy lines are keeping my heart on lockdown, keeping my breathing in check, grounding me. And he knows it, too. He's deliberately given me the option of staying at arm's length. I can appreciate that. We talk about ourselves, our likes and dislikes. Me, about my mother. So what you're saying is, you have lots of money, and you're discontented. Oh, you asshole, no, I smile. I'm not discontented. I'm just ready to move on. I want to get out of this place, go somewhere. Not here. Take the next step. I know what you mean. I actually came here under my own volition. I wanted to move away because, well, because of things. Because I still have to finish out a year of senior high school. You going to graduate or what? No, I don't care about that. I've got better things to do. Like what? Well, that would be telling. Well, that would be why I asked, idiot. We'll see. I've got plenty of time. Good for you. I don't. I gotta get back to class.
Lots of poor people to read about. Delightful. Sounds like now. Skip it. Come out with me. No, as much as I can stand the sound of Mr. Johnson's voice, I'm trying to keep everything neat and tidy. And you said you wondered, dork. I feel the distinct odor of dishonesty. Ah, thanks, asshole. No, I'm just trying to stay out of trouble. Try not being noticed. You failed. I noticed you. That one? That was better than your usual. Keep it up. I might give you a candy. Sweet! Oh, dear God.